now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Hey, I'm getting a little bit of a delayed start, so bear with me. It's Yolanda at DryerBuzz. First thoughts of the morning. Uh, one of the things that, and again, I'm recording this, so I didn't even really have to tell you that, but you know me. I'm truthful, honest, and transparent, and it'll come up in the conversation. But um, I'm getting a little bit of a delayed start because I wanted to absorb some information. I woke up to orders because we, we launched our end of the year sale. I went ahead and started that because we really got uh, getting down to a little bit of inventory and I want to go ahead and get all that out the way. And then too, it's Tuesday. So there were some uh, posters. I wanted to watch their videos and absorb that because it's great information and helping me to organize. I had to jump out of bed this morning. Uh, one, cause it was cold and I, my phone, my phone died when I a message came through and I was trying to get that. So I came back to bed and uh, notice my daughter had the washer going. She's probably going to text me in a minute to put whatever she was washing in the dryer. I I try to anticipate a lot of stuff, right, y'all? And uh, so just in case I get distracted a couple times, all of that is going on. Plus, uh, I'm well into the 8 o'clock hour, so I went ahead and turned on the national news so I can catch the end of that. So if I see anything out of my peripheral, I can unmute and catch that, pause this, do whatever. Listen. Okay, do whatever. I am not out of the bed one because, like I said, it's cold. So I'm I'm comfortably sitting. I've been doing some, some uh, watching some videos. I actually posted some content on uh, TikTok. Make sure you follow on TikTok. There are a couple of channels. Of course, if you're interested, still interested in what we're doing in the kitchen, we have a kitchen channel there, which I need to update, and I probably will be in that it's Taco Tuesday. I gotta try to come up with a new variation of Taco Tuesday. That seems to be a thing that. Um, my daughter looks forward to, and as well as those that follow, that um, always follow the kitchen episodes. So, I got two niche, two niches, two niches that I'm uh, I'm in, still maintaining a connection in the kitchen. And as I reach over and grab, you know, my juice, uh, I gotta have my gotta have my juice here, and uh, so we're going to do that. And what else, what else did I have? I've been nibbling on. Nibbling on some little candies, y'all. We had, remember on Saturday, we did the pop-up on Saturday. And let me tell you, there was a, a one of the vendors um, had some pecan clusters. When I tell you they were like the freshest pecan clusters, even though fully packaged, they were premium pecan clusters. Not the kind you just grab on your way out of the drugstore that may have a piece of pecan in it. Honey, these things were pecan rich, rich chocolate. Oh my God. And they and they wouldn't go away. It's like I kept going in the bag getting one. You know how nobody in the house wants to be the one to get the last one. But it never would get to the last one. I'm like, these things need to be gone. I'm like, I'm just going to go ahead and sit and eat them up. My daughter was like, you might as well. Because she was trying not to eat them. I'm trying not to eat them. We were like, look, they need to get up out of here. And I'm like, what are you going to do? You got to eat them. So I finished those off yesterday. Had no business doing it. I know. Uh, but they were good. They were so good. And then, you know, you tack on. Well, they were for a good cause. But I'm still reflecting on Saturday because that was a milestone. Uh, when you consider the first time I tried, I was ready. I thought I was ready to jump out there. But this was such a perfect timing, such a perfect anointing. Um, my family was there to support. Friends came through the support. Got a chance to witness. Uh, people really engaging with the product, how they receive the product, the soaps, that is. 
um, how, you know, talking about my reputation for doing stuff, how the, what the expectation they had, what, uh, who, who gravitated to what product, what kind of person gravitated to this product. Because I'm, I'm nearing the end of all of them. So I have to really decide, uh, and I've been trying to decide this along the way, but now truly decide which ones people like, um, the story that I have behind doing this, the story that I have behind each soap, um, the soap that I love, the soap that everybody loves. You know, I wish they were one and the same. Um, because, you know, I have why my wife was starting this with survival. So it's not that, you know, I didn't go into it, oh, I want to do the healthiest, y'all. And, and look, I keep saying I don't want to do the healthiest, but it's obviously doing me good. Drinking this lemonade and um, and all of that and, you know, I, and I keep saying I don't want to do that. I, I want to do the healthy thing. I just fail at it, y'all. I'm going to be honest with you. I fail at it. Like, I can't I can't get away from I can't go vegan because I love sausage, you know. So, I and then, too, I know my blood type says, you know, got to have a little bit of, um, little bit of extra protein. And I make it, I make it, I make the best excuses. Let me tell you, I, I turn the best excuses into light, into reality, right? I, I just, I love sausage. I love um, um, pepperoni. Like, I'm, I'm already thinking of pizza. Like, I love making pizzas and things. But I love vegetables, too. And I wish I had eaten more vegetables when I was a kid. Because, you know, my grandparents had, the entire backyard was like a garden. A three, three-tier, three-layer garden. And all those things we had our, at our disposal didn't appreciate them. Didn't, and then, too, them being adults, they had what they loved. They didn't want us all up in their food anyway, right? Like, like don't eat my this, that, spinach and, and, and squash. My grandmother used to always try to get me squash. But the funny part about it, her generation, they used to cook stuff to death. I'm just going to tell you, a long time. Everything was cooked such a long time. But one of the reasons and I'm learning is that everything was cooked such a long time because, you know, when you look at the evolution of fire, <laughs> can we say that? The evolution of fire, like all the all the technology that we have today, you know, you you literally like shouldn't burn anything today. It, there's so many sensories and stuff. Like even when I went back into the kitchen after being out of the kitchen about 20 years, you know, having my mom and raising the kids to cook and everybody having their chores and a day to cook. Even when I went back in the kitchen, I realized I had a lot of my mother's habits and that was cooking everything on high. I'm like, we got modern stoves. Turn it down. My mother used to burn the heck. I, I can't tell you how many stoves we went through. I can't. I literally can't. I can't count how many stoves. And I mean, like, I had some good stoves. I spent some good money on some stoves, y'all. Let me tell you. But mommy, having learned from another, the boomer generation. No, mommy was a boomer generation. But having learned from the generation prior to her, you know, it's like they cooked everything on high and forever. Like it does it have to be does it have to jump out of the pot to know it's done? Like it's too high. It's too high. Right? And I used to have those like glass top stoves and, and they were like breaking and cracking because like you eyes it on high. All the all the does the does the pot liquor from the greens need to jump out of the pot and all over the stove. You know, the grits, they didn't need a pot. I mean, I think we can cook the... And I would turn it down. She'd turn it back up to the point where I'm like, look, have the kitchen. You should have it, right? And I didn't go back in. I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm going to go on my, my business, right? Because the food is good. Don't get me wrong. Best food ever. But when I went back into the kitchen some 20 years later, 
um, as her as my mother's caregiver, nonetheless. And she still complained about my cooking. Um, you know, she had her way, and I had mine. I'm like, I think I, I like she she can't come in the kitchen. I think I can turn this down. You know, like everything mommy cooked was, you know, like don't scrape. You knew not to scrape the bottom of the pot, right? It was delicious, but if you're gonna stir it up, stir it lightly. Don't scrape the bottom because you know what every pot. It was something sticking, but it was so good. And I was like, there's got to be a way to get these flavors. There's got to be a way to get to achieve the same thing. And uh, I, I, let me just say I achieved it. And my kids will probably do it even differently. You know, they, they like the air. I'm like, I, I, I use that air fryer, honey, to warm stuff up. I don't, I, don't, I don't cook from scratch. I don't cook from raw in that thing. One, because the air fryer seems to aggravate the... Smoke alarms because it's air and it's rotating and so forth. And um, so there's some things in it. Like I thought at first I was putting the parchment paper and I was like, oh, can't do that. Because it literally blows. If the food is light enough, it literally is like blowing the food around. Um, the way the air circulates. And we got just a little small one. It's not necessarily because I didn't have the counter space. Even though I wanted a full size one, you know, so we can see inside and I can, it, content wise, video wise. But we, um, Petty Betty found a little smaller one on sale uh, earlier this year. And so we finally got one after, you know, taking a year of, like, looking at them. And we tried to get one last Christmas. They were always sold out, always rain-checking, this, that, and the other. So we finally got one right at the pandemic when they did the curbside. Uh, one of the stores was like, hey, let's try and sell all this different stuff. And it's, it worked. <laughs> we bought one. But we love it, like, for reheating and, and crisping up food that you're going to reheat. As opposed to, you know, the microwave, which makes a lot of things kind of soggy. And so we uh, we reheat in there. And uh, and it makes it delicious. And this commercial, one of these political commercials came on in, in my side view. And it's like, it makes me so mad because there's really no reason for this guy to do this. And it's like, first of all, the, the position you're running for doesn't even impact this issue at all. At freaking all. And I'm, and I'm, I'm so mad because... It explains that even a Democrat don't even don't know us like they need to know us. Okay, I I didn't have any. In fact, I had no expectations of this guy. Anyway, I think he's just trying to ride the wave, whatever. And I wish this commercial hurry up and go. It, it's like it just it they going they're just going to be clueless. And I'm so sick of people that just going to be no matter what you you have access to our culture. Okay, you already know the loyalty. That black women in particular have to vote in this party because we're not gonna vote for the other party because they are blatant racist. But you don't know how much racism, sexism, and all that stuff is inculcated in you. And you and and those that are around you ain't got the courage to tell you sit your behind down. That's not how you do that. I don't need a scare tactic. I don't need to be. Listen, I have enough to be afraid of, and I have overcome all of those fears. So why do I have to keep looking at this commercial on my television? Every commercial break now, I'm just gonna turn TV off. Now I'm not even gonna watch my news, cause that's the, I told y'all I was I told you it was gonna happen, and and now I'm I, I'm so triggered. Guess what? How you think I'm gonna feel when I get in get when I get in get into the polling place, and I got an, it's literally one of those things. Damn, how many times are we gonna have to decide between two evils? And I'm sorry, it is just that the lesser I can't decide. I'm torn between the less of the two evil because it's like, damn, this one over here knows he's harming you. But what's worse, a person that's harming you and don't even know, you don't know that you're harming, y'all. So I take a breath. 
That's where we are. And I mean, like, my chest, like, hurts right now. I'm so sick of it because people who, there are those who just won't, you won't take the time. Like, you won't take the time and ask and find out. And then the, and then those around you don't have enough courage. I, I, I cannot be around cowardice people. Because if you want to defend yourself or speak up for your, yourself, I know you can't speak up for me. And I don't need for you to, I don't want to even be the one to help you find your courage. I, and I, even though I talk about how to get out of bed, I'm talking about my own thoughts. I'm sharing how I did it. Hopefully you, you'll want to implement some of these things. I can't drag you along, pull you along. I'm that person. Let me tell you, I severed a, a friendship a long time ago. And they were like, well, just tell me what you need. Tell me what you... I shouldn't have to. Because these are things that you should want for yourself. Don't wait to do it for me, with me, because of me. In contrast to me, along with me. You should want it for yourself. I tell it to my own kids. I'm like, man, I t- one, one of them, I'm going to say it was one. I was like, I, I wish you would just want it a little more. You know, just a little more. Just that, that little thing. Because it's, it's important to me. And if you don't want to be in agreement on that, then, hey, that's where we are. And I'm willing to leave it right there. And then people, people get frustrated and mad at the fact that you're willing to, because I'm a Scorpio. I'm willing to leave. I'm willing to walk away. I, we can leave it right here. You know? I, we, hey. And I, when I go in that polling place, I'm, 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 I'm probably willing to leave it right there. I might be willing to leave you right here in Georgia. Yeah, it's that one. Mm-hmm. Because I don't, I don't, because you, you, if I give you this vote, you going off the, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't, you haven't taken the time Yet, and I've seen your post. You've been around a whole bunch of black women, and I've I've even said it to you. Whether you read your social media or not, I've said it. I expressed myself, and I was hoping you pull the damn commercials. I'm like, damn, pull that shit. I'm like, really? It's hard. It's difficult. I'm like, you have harmed me. I'm using the word harmed. And I'm not asking for an apology. I'm saying, damn, stop. Just stop. Just stop. Right? And I know I know now you won't stop. And if you made that decision, I don't know what other kind of decisions you're willing to make. So I'm a bit torn. I'm a bit torn. I'm a bit torn. I'm a lot torn. Not a bit. I'm a lot. I'm a lot torn. Because... I have had questions about some of these people from day one. And, you know, and the reason they want to give now that I should make some other, some decision on this, uh, I'm like, mm, it's still kind of one-sided to me. I don't know. You need to fix, fix a few more things, you know. I don't know. Fifteen minutes in into this, that's how I got out of bed. That's Those are my thoughts out loud. Just my thoughts out loud. Um, and I was talking about, you know, we're just reflecting on the weekend and getting ready. I mean, y'all, we got like a week now. We're, we're well into the 12 days of Christmas. Uh, what's the date? Let me see how many days we got counting down to Christmas Eve. We're 10 days, 10 days. It's the 15th, 10, nine. Actually, if you think about counting down to Christmas Eve. Yeah. I don't know. I can't, I can't decide. I I can't, I can't tell. Anyway, I'm going to say nine. Because 12 was Saturday, 11 was Sunday, 10 was 
Monday, so nine would be Tuesday. So it's Tuesday. It's not nine days to Christmas, and I just remember one of the things that I keep trying to maintain is that is that hopeful heart, that feeling, that sensation. You remember when we were younger and like you just getting so excited about Christmas? I've been in such a, a business mode and 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 working on stuff, and even in in marketing, I have a twelve days of Christmas marketing. But I, y'all, I forgot all about. Dang, I need to shop. I need to get some stuff. I was talking to my daughter. I was like, "What are we doing?" Because you know, everybody's like trying to figure out Christmas. You know, we 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 Thanksgiving came off without a hitch. We were trying to figure out. Okay, now Christmas. Um, you know, we we consistently every year say, "Hey, let's not buy a bunch of stuff. Let's do." It. And then we end still end up over here opening gifts because we got we got we got a Grinch. We got we got a couple of Santas. And then we got those like myself that are in the middle. I like, I mean, I had four kids. I feel like I don't bought enough. I feel like I had bought enough. But I have become the mommy probably got a gift card for us person, right? I usually will get a gift card or, or try to get a couple of things. And I and and I didn't want to. One of the things I didn't do this year, uh, pretty much post most of the year since I since I make soap, I'm like, I didn't. I'm not giving anybody soap. I'm like, no. I I didn't participate in any of my normal groups of 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 secret Santas or anything like that. I'm like I'm not because people would be expecting soap, and I'm not giving out soap. I'm like no. In fact, I have I have discouraged people from buying soap for other individuals for Christmas. Get the gift card, right, and then let them come and shop for themselves. And uh, and I've been steadily giving out giving out gift cards, uh, as promotional. And uh, and so forth, and then for some of my other, in fact, I'm gonna uh, sit and look through some of my customers to bring them back. And then I got so many gift cards that are out, so I'm working on uh, having merchandise for after Christmas. But it's a busy year. My daughter um, has been rocking in her business, trying to you know stay stay open and continue her growth during the pandemic. She's doing exceptionally well. My other my other uh, kids, my son is uh, back in the country. My uh, two middle daughters are doing great in their their careers and so you know there's been there's been a lot of things that a lot of growth uh in this time because we all picked some great really great industries i of course had to do a pivot um in this whole stay home shut down quarantine work from home how to i'm just trying to figure out like you know in which way to get back into the uh job market if I decide, to, it's not even if I decide when I go that route, uh, safely, safely, you know, being of a particular age or a particular, you know, underlying this, that, and the other, you know, uh, weight issues and so forth, like, you know, what's okay out there, y'all? Um, but at the same time, I've been able to concentrate on, on building this and getting ready to scale uh, in the new year. Um, and so I've been working on the research and planning for that. And, you know, and trying to, you know, keep the anxiety of that. Because there's a lot of anxiety. Like I was saying, uh, I, I really had to be aware of myself leading up to Saturday. Because, like I said, I tried it before. And even now, I still feel a sense of just being a slight on the edge of being somewhat overwhelmed. Um, because, you know, and, and managing mentally, not mentally. Uh, overwhelmed physically overwhelmed what mentally because there's a lot that goes on in and around this keeping track of everything you know um 
and and luckily for me, it's everything that I know to do, but there is still the learning part in in dealing with the the customer. There's a lot of follow through to this, like oh, the order comes in. There's a whole bunch of steps you need to do after that, right? So trying to organize all of that, um, as well as you know, employing the technology that's the easy part coming up with the idea the planning the execution 20 minutes into this i'm gonna throw back these covers and turn off this heat that i had on for to knock this chill off um so the execution is the because usually i'm i'm writing the plan i don't really have to work the plan because i would usually be i would usually write the plan for someone else and that's so I that was a handoff so in this new life there's no handoff it's like oh okay here's an excellent plan okay well yeah you need to go over into the next room and execute it right so keeping myself all up in the mix from beginning to end is what was different for me because these the ideas the grandiose ideas that i get the grandiose systems that i develop I was selling that to someone, you know, it's like, okay, here you go, you know, or here's a book where I got all these different steps, download this, you know, go implement that, you know, and I'm listening to people and, and giving them advice and so forth, where this year was like 2020, people were asking for advice, and I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, it's 2020, nothing going up, there's nothing going up out of here, yeah, I know, I've been to, I've been you know, telling you, not now. Nope. Done. That 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 flow, that veil is shut off, right? Keeping it, applying it, implementing it, follow through, and the follow through has been amazing. And then to see the the type of work ethic that has come through myself, um, seeing something from start to finish, you know, from literally from start to finish. Um developing, I was about to say forcing myself, but developing a, a new sense of patience uh, over the last three years. Three years has been about patience. I, prior to that, I really worked on my procrastination, you know, and I'm so, th- I don't know about y'all, but I'm thankful that 2020 it was like, hey, sit yourself down, sit yourself down for a minute, figure it out, you know, put, you know, and I hate the part that we had to be put in hot water, to be to become this strong, right? To become this self reliant, to become this resilient, to become uh to to demonstrate the brilliance that we all have. You have you did anyone else notice that? You know, that twenty twenty all the people that have been faking it had to get out the way. All the people that been faking love, concern, um brilliance Everybody, they had to move. Like, you move. You don't know what you're doing. You obviously, you obviously not in it for the right. Like, like everybody else had to get, they, they had to let the people through who were really doing it. Right? Let the people through who really have the knowledge. Let the people through who you've been stealing from. Let the people through who you've been mimicking, imitating, uh, complicating their lives. Like, move. Let the real people through. Um, and, and not only that, and even those that still try to have that veil and never wanting to say who helped them, uh, who nurtured them, who gave their all, you know, they, they still had, they were moved out the way. And it's, and you, and you found yourself, cause I know I found myself going like, 
you did that's yours. You did that. You wrote that. You built that. You developed that. Like, whoa. Right? We saw so many amazing firsts in this year. And you know me, whenever I hear the word first, I hear the word forbidden. Okay. Because people love to say, oh, the first person to do this or the first person to do that. Uh, simply because before them, everyone else was forbidden. We are about to have the first Madam Vice President because all the others were, she wasn't the first to run. She wasn't the first selected on, on a party, on a ticket. But the others were forbidden. How did, who does that? How, who selects a woman? Right? Because we've been here before many a times. And many and all of them, I'm sure, considered it and realized, well, you know, we're not going to win if we do that. Because, you know, history history denotes they're going to come after us. They're going to attack us. Might not live. You know, might not survive. So let's stick with the norm of patriarchy. Let's stick with the norm of racism. Let's stick with the norm of discrimination. Let's stick with the norm of forbidding people, blocking folk. Let's stick with the norm of not paying um, not giving credit what credit is due. Let's stick, you know, because all of that was the norm before we got here 25 minutes into this. All of that was the norm. Now, it's like, oh, you know, say for instance, if you, I don't know if you guys watched, uh, but the Time, Time um, had their thing, the person of the year. And of course, um, Biden and Harris are on the cover, but they did it in a number of categories. And uh, and when you see the categories, man, it was one underdog after another. Underdog, 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 underdog. Right? Because everybody else couldn't prove that they could do what they said they could do in 2020. Because they weren't doing it any other time. But they were able to keep the veil on what they were doing, what they weren't doing. They were able to keep people from finding out. And you couldn't do that in this year because everybody had a lens aimed at them. Show me. It was a show me year. You, oh, you did that? Show me. No, do it right here. Do it live. Do it, do, it, do it on camera. Do it in front of an audience. Every step. No, don't start right there. Do it, start from the beginning. How does that work? You know? And look what happened. Lo and behold, change from A to ZZ, okay, twice over, 26, 52, right? I'm telling you, it's amazing. I just discovered something. I'm going to alphabetize my year next year. I have been trying to figure out my unit of measure, y'all. I just said 52, didn't I? Isn't that, isn't that 26? I'm going to spreadsheet. Let me, I just had a pen. I'm going to alphabetize. Because I love numbers. But I did just say 52. That's, isn't that 52 weeks in a year? And that would be the alphabet twice. Am I, am, I, am I right? I think it is. And I don't have a piece of. And as a matter of fact, I, I can't do it there. So if I go. I got I got just a couple of pages left in this diary, and I'm gonna I'm gonna hang up on y'all, <laughs> so I can so I won't I lose this because I want I really want to do it, 
I'm gonna 52. I'm gonna do my my eight. I'm gonna name. I'm, I'm not gonna number. I'm gonna number while I'm sitting here talking, y'all. I'm gonna number it, and I'm gonna get 52. And I know this is not gonna get me 52 up here. In fact, let me turn the page because I want to do it in a. I want to do it in a in a spread based on what I want to. How I want to translate it. So I'm going to number. I'm gonna let y'all go because this is on my head now. Remember, I kept saying unit of measure. And the funny part about it, I heard Trevor Norris say something about it, the numbers numbers in America. And he said numbers that, that don't coincide, units of measure that don't coincide with anywhere else in the world. And I thought about that because one of the things I had to learn in the uh, kitchen and in the soap was the math is easier when you use grams as opposed to that teaspoon and half a cup, quarter cup, and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, you know, and so I bought a scale. And on the scale, I'm like, let me do let me do grams. Because I could easily, like, um, I was trying to create the recipes because as I was creating these dishes in the kitchen, and people were asking for the recipes, and, and I was doing the recipes. And I noticed they didn't translate to this global audience, you know, who wants to cook like the woman over in, in the South, you know. And uh, so I had to translate, like, I got to start using grams, you know, X amount of grams of sugar, X amount, even like when I, and I really learned to do that when I was trying to learn to make pasta. I wanted to learn to make pasta. Like I can go in there and then I can whip up some pasta from scratch, right? And especially when you learn that it's literally eggs and flour, you know, or flour and water, depending on where you are on the poverty scale, okay? Because all of the food... All of the food and those extra ingredients come in where you fell on the scale, right? You know, not not necessarily the caste system, but just literally what was available to you in your area, right? You know, America loves to talk about food deserts and all that kind of stuff. So you can literally like flour and water, you know, every culture, every part of the world can take a flour and it doesn't have to be like America's, you know, dyed white flour, um, it could be, you know, any, any powder substance becomes pretty much, you add water to it, you're going to get, you're going to get some bread, you're going to get some dough, right? So pasta being just egg, adding a little flour, adding a little egg to flour. And it's funny because you add, you can add egg to flour makes one thing. You can add flour to egg makes another thing. It's like, I learned so much about eggs and, 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 you know, and then too, depending on the culture, you know, add in a little dairy. Well, you know, a lot of people didn't add in dairy to a lot of stuff. In fact, there's still the biggest argument about whether or not, you know, how much, whether we need dairy or not. Is dairy good or not? You know, in America, people are addicted to dairy because, you know, love cheese on everything, you know. But there's some cheeses that, you know, like, it's it's funny. I, I And I don't want to, I don't want to explore that because um, that was something I explored when I went into the kitchen. And I went into the kitchen with this understanding because as I was trying to draw on all these different recipes, I started learning about all these different cultures. And, uh, and, and I, one of the things that, um, and the depression era sticks out to me because when, even when I wrote my book, even when I wrote 27 answers to create buzz or when I wrote how to create buzz, which became 27 answers to create buzz, I started out talking about the great depression and, uh, and there was a channel on YouTube where this gentleman was um, filming his grandmother making all these dishes that they ate off of in the Depression. She would give the story of, you know, and most of them were 
two ingredients. Like that's all they had, you know, um, you had what you grew and you had what you bartered from what you grew. You, you, you barter with somebody else and you have your ingredients, their ingredient. If you got a third and a fourth, you know, and we started to add on to that as, as you know, life came, life began to become progressive again. And so a lot of people harken back to those very simple two ingredient ingredient dishes. In fact, they're, you know, delicacies at this point. Um, when you think about it, like you go get your coffee, you get a biscotti. Well, the biscotti, you know, that was a poor, poor person's cookie, you know, very hard, couple of ingredients, you know, it's not that sweet because, you know, nobody had access to all that sugar that you find in a traditional cookie, a, a traditional cookie recipe today starts out with sugar. You add a little flour to sugar, right? And a, and a couple of other items, you know, you literally, and you know, that's a cookie. And some of the most simple cookies are, are made with two ingredients and a little bit of liquid, right? And so forth. So I learned all of that when I went into there, but because what I what I learned is what I wanted to know. I was why? You know, what was the reason? Remember that that's the podcast we did yesterday. Wait, what was the reason this went from two ingredients? Because I'm thinking, you know, me, I love cutting costs. I'm like, if it was two ingredients, why what what is third, fourth, fifth ingredient? In fact, when I started buying all these, you know, newfangled cookbooks the other day, and I'm like, what is this? Why is this 17 ingredients in here, right? Just like even when I went in to make soap, I was like, you know, getting all the recipes. I'm like, wait, but you can make soap with two ingredients. What's with the 17? Because you can only, you, it's only, a bar of soap is only so many ounces. And I don't care how much you add to it. You're going to get less and less and less. Like, oh, oh, there's just a drop of that in there. Like, how much benefit is that? That that needs to be in the soap and going down the drain. Because I'm looking at it like, okay, I know it looks good on the label, but it's just a drop in it. I mean, like, literally a drop. Like, so how much is that working? So why don't we put that in another product? Maybe in a serum, okay? Maybe in an after bath, okay? Let's just keep, if, if these two ingredients plus liquid make soap, let's stop right there. Let's just stop right there, right? And then we can have it at a price point where we can really truly penetrate the market. We got to penetrate the market, right? And then we can, we can have, we can do that later. Let's, right now, we need to penetrate the market. Let's penetrate the market. And I learned that through the Great Depression, because I know life comes in cycles. And guess what we did this year? We had to come back. We had to dial it back. Because those 17 ingredient recipes, guess what? 10 or 15 of those ingredients were disrupted when the food supply chain was disrupted. And we were in a pandemic, so the food supply chain was disrupted. I started out the year getting ready to do beverage catering. Lemonade, lemons were disrupted. Events, totally disrupted, Right? Whereas I thought by now I would be, I would have made hundreds of gallons and catered hundreds of events in by December. I was I had planned, man, we're gonna wrap up the year with the galas, you know, because one thing you don't get at a gala is something good to drink. You get some watered down tea, some water, some cheap wine, maybe, fake champagne, maybe, right? Not the best, you know, right? I'm like, man, beverage catering is gonna be it for 2020. Luckily for me, I'm not afraid to change. I will, I will adapt in a heartbeat, and I did. I adapted in a heartbeat, and uh, and even now I'm sitting here not drinking lemonade because I can't get good lemons. Guess that I'm drinking cranberry. And yes, I still brewed it myself. 
I didn't buy cranberry juice. I bought cranberries. Took half a pack of cranberries, half a pack of blackberries, a couple of slices of ginger, ginger, put it in two, two quarts of water, brought it to a boil, added just a third cup of sugar, y'all. Just a third cup, no longer a cup and a half, <laughs> okay? A third cup, one, two, because it's cranberry and blackberry. I really needed the essence of that. So I'm cutting back on the sugar, trying to get to no sugar. I'm trying to get there, you know. But a little bit, of, a little bit of sugar. Hopefully, it's not. I'm hopefully it's not harmful. Um, but definitely cutting it back, cutting it back on the sugar, cause I, 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 I really went overboard this year. But then who didn't? Who didn't deep dive off into something comforting, uh, over oh during this time? What What have you, like me? You know, couldn't give like I can't give up pizza, y'all. Oh my God. Cause I really, and I'm trying. In fact, I did switch our crust. Uh, we use tortilla shells. I know that no better. I know it's, it's, you know, tortilla shells is their vices. Bread is ours, you know, but, um, but they do last longer. You know, we, it's hard for us. We weren't eating that much bread in the first place. So it was hard for us to keep every time you want a sandwich. It's like, damn, this bread is old. You got to buy new bread. Got to buy new milk. Right. Um, so, but we found out what, cause the tortilla shell is what? Two ingredients. It lasts longer, uh, and it's Taco Tuesday. So last week I made a pizza using, uh, the taco shells. They were, they were actually, it was actually pretty good cause they're crisp up. You know, we fried them and got them nice and crispy and then we warmed it up. It was nice and crispy. Plus it was like, it had to, you know, it had to, we had the taco layer, taco layer. And we were thinking about taco pizzas, Mexican pizzas today. Um, which I now have to, I got to order some stuff, um, or go out to the store myself and get some stuff, um, for, and I think I may do a store run cause I haven't done one and I'm not, I've got a, so much work to do. I'm not going to do grocery shopping for a couple more days. So I'm going to get a couple of odds and ends and all that. But it was 37, about 38 into this. I'm going to get ready to let you guys go because I did have the ideas I want to implement that came out of this came out of this conversation. I think I'm probably going to um put another book. I'm still trying to finish up Barack Obama's book. I'm still trying to start it. I I'm, I think I'm on chapter 3. I know it's like a 20-hour listen uh in this book. He said I already said what 700 pages I think on this thing. And it's really good stuff. It's really good stuff um to have you know, memoirs of people, I, I love memoirs of people that are in my generation. And he's at the beginning of my generation. I think, uh, I think they're older than I am, I hope. <laughs> I like, like looking around, you're like, you're still trying to find people that are older than you still. But, um, but no, I think they are just a couple of years. But, it, it, you know, it was, it, was the leader, it was the leadership of my generation. So uh, I resonate with a lot of the conversation. You know, it's not like listening to another generation. It's, it's my generation and to... And to see the uh, success that they have had and the work right now, he's at the beginning of things and, and figuring this out, you know, just as a person drawn to pub, drawn to service and then public service. Uh, and, you know, I resonate with that coming out of community organizing myself and bringing that aspect. That's why I can excel into going into these other things because I go into it with the level of service and being able to look at the total picture, not necessarily look at the total picture, but look at where the impact is, where the impact on, and understanding that no matter what I do, how I treat the planet, how I treat my own possessions, how I treat those I love and those that love in return, um, 
how I treat myself and how I treat others, the impact of all of that, I'm able to resonate with that and understanding that what I do has an impact. Like, gosh, I got to go water this plant. I'm having a real negative impact on this plant. But it is a survivor, honey. This plant is a survivor. And uh, so I'm going to go and grab one of my half water bottles or something and go ahead and get this plant water. And and I think it loves to hear me say that because then it knows I'll end this and get distracted on something else. Uh, I finally got the dog going out a little later, but I think we're going to have to go ahead and get back on our our 10 o'clock because we did go. Can't find another time because yesterday we went out uh, and there were two two very friendly dogs out yesterday. He's not he's not friendly at all, uh, and I don't know how to get him there. My son does. I don't. Um, so he and I will journey out, and it's cold. Last night I think it, and in fact I know it got down to the thirties, and uh, I stepped out there, and, and you know comfortably I threw on t-shirts and a short some shorts yesterday because it was nice and cozy in, in the house. But then I, I went to go step outside, and I actually put on a jacket. And I was like, oh, my God, what is this? Because I haven't been out in the elements uh, much. And uh, and so I keep it nice and comfy here while I'm working and going, you know, going from room to room. I have my little little space heater I take um, to knock the chill off. We're not yet turning on the, the heat. Did, we had to one day last week because it was, it was re- it really dipped. But... Um, you know, it's December. <laughs> and I know a couple of couple last couple of years in December people were walking around with the shirts off. So I'm always thankful when the temperatures do dip a little early because we know what that means for certain crops. We know what that means, you know, for food, for the food industry, farming industry. You know, they need they need that kind of season. This ain't California, okay? We ain't just growing wine. Uh I need I need a good frost so we can have some good collars for uh for um Christmas. And uh, then and then New Year's. And that's another thing, too. I think, um, you know, with, with New Year's and Christmas, like, just a week apart. Um, and be careful, guys. Just want, I know everybody wants to get out and stuff. And you know what? I think we, I think we can in moderation. You just can't get out every week. Don't be out every week and then want to go. You know, you just can't. Like, you know, I've been in the house, so, yeah, I want to go out and see something. But, you know, do it physically keep your physical distance. You know, we did the we did the pop up and uh we had our, had our tables set up, you know, we had our face masks. We had face shields. I had my dad in a face mask and a face shield because, you know, he wanted to come out and support. You can't can't keep everybody away. You can't. But the thing about it is if we're doing things in moderation, you're not everywhere because that means that you're not bringing that from over there to over here and and bringing it into the space. And so we had, you know, where people were able to uh not touch behind each other, you know, the product they went home with, you know, it was between us and them, uh, didn't have everybody touching everything. We had little samples, you know, Hey, pick up, pick up the sample. Don't put it back down. Take that with you. We we did that, you know, take your samples with you, drop them in your bag. Um, you know, and, and, uh, and it was really great. We sold out, um, really encouraged. Like I said, I got a chance to really see up close and personal how people engage with it. What what is their reaction when they checked out the different fragrances and the colors and 
and all of that. How, what made them buy. That was the thing I love because you don't get to see that online. Like I can sit online and I can see, you know, I can watch you go from this page to this page and, and you know, where you click and all that kind of stuff. That's one set of data. But to see full on um, your instant reaction to a particular color or a particular fragrance and watching people go in on a couple of things like, oh, I'm so glad I made that with our signature ones. And I, um, we actually featured a brand new one and everybody loved it. And I have one bar left and I'm like, I'm not selling it. I got to keep that. I got to keep that bar one. I want it for myself uh, too, but then I have to always try to keep one until I make more so I can like go, even though I have like the pictures and so forth, I want to be able to compare the, you know, the color and all that kind of stuff so we can make sure that we get that, get that right. But, um, and I'm real particular about writing down what I'm using in the recipes and so forth and so on. Um, but on that note, we're coming down to the 45. Um, it's going to be, it started out on a good day. I feel good. A little bit of anxiety, a little bit of angst, not anxiety, the anger. Okay, a little bit of anger there over the you know the political stuff that's going on. We uh we will probably go and vote on tomorrow. We try to go on in the middle of the week where everybody rushes out at the beginning of the week and those that try to get in at the end of the week. Uh, I try to go in the middle of the day, in the middle of the week, in and out. And I think I saw on the news that they actually worked at my polling place and said that you know there weren't that many, weren't long lines. But I'm good glad to see. People are post 45, y'all. We at the 45. Got to go. I'm glad to see that people are posting that they are still as engaged in voting here in Georgia. We have one of the most contested, highly contested, that, you know, if we vote correctly, could end up in some historic results. And so um really hoping for hoping that that happens, even though one, one of them is like, God, I don't know. I don't know you. I don't know you. And I don't know. I don't know you. You know, and you're not making it easy. I'll say that ass off, okay, not making it easy, but um you know but i'm 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 a skeptic, so um, but I'm not gonna vote against my interest, but I'm like, I don't know, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, it's hard, y'all, it's hard, um, it's hard because. I'm that per. I need you to. I need you to do right before. You know, not after. You know what I'm saying? It's like that, and that people will people will honestly come to you, and 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 tell you to put yourself on all that you need on pause. Give me what I want, and then we'll get to what you want. That's not how this works. That's literally not how this works. I don't know if you know it, but life, we can be out here, expressing, and enduring. Equal exchanges. Let that sit with you. Equal exchanges. It can be equal, y'all. Life can be equal. And where it can't, don't put yourself in it. Don't put yourself in that position. All right, where you have to, where you have to really, really and truly forego anything that you want, need, and desire. I know you've been told. You can't have, it doesn't have to be your talent. Don't let it get you to a point where you can't get out of bed. Don't let anything get you to a point where you can't get out of bed. That means that someone or something or even yourself has depleted all of you when you can't get out of bed. 
Don't let that happen. Keep it going. All right. All right. Keep, let's keep it going. Listen, you heard me talk about a lot of stuff. And you're trying to figure out where is it? Where do I go and find all of this? Wherever you are right now, use the hashtag dryer buzz. And you'll be like, oh, my God. Okay. Right. Yeah. And then uh, I don't know where you are. But listen, if you can't figure it out where you are, you can always go over to dryerbuzz.com. And if you want to shop immediately, immediately, just go over to shop dryerbuzz.com. Come, but right now I need you to throw back those covers and let's do this. Let's get out of bed. Do me one more favor. Go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at dryerbuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz.